to the doctor's companion i am scott corelli i'm cass fredrickson and i'm nick jimenez and today we're talking about the fourth episode of doctor who flux uh village of the angels and uh i am really excited to talk about this one um let's get everyone's general thoughts cass we'll start with you uh this rules um, this one's my favorite one this season yeah. by like a country mile. Um, yeah. And it's in the country. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, and this, yeah, this was really, uh, this scared me. Um, I had like mm-hmm. chills multiple times while watching it, which was fun. Um, so I'm sure we'll talk about it, but Nick? yeah. Yes. Scary doctor who is like really underrated doctor who. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think there's been an episode of the Chibnall era that's even tried to go horror. Mm. Maybe, I, I, uh, possibly the previous Maxine Alderton episode, um, the the Diodati. Oh, that's very true. That's my favorite one. Yeah. Um, I guess that one, I think of that one being more, sp- <laughs> so stupid, but you know, like more spooky than scary. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> like... Um, when I think about like uh, the haunted apartment complex, mm, yeah, um, of eleven, I was I don't know, but but yeah, like like the haunted, right. the haunted <laughs> apartment <laughs> complex of eleven. <laughs> My favorite episode of Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like three lines long. Yes. <laughs> uh, this was great. I mean, like, I was—I had this thought of like, oh my god! Eventually, on the show, we're going to have to do like our favorite Jodie Whittaker episodes, and like eight of them are going to just be flux. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, yeah. This was a lot of fun. I can't wait to get into like the the theories and the and the stuff. But yeah, this was just so impressive and so much fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I I was uh, hella excited for this episode last week. Um, and, uh, and I am very happy to report that this does not disappoint. Uh, I had very high expectations going into this and it like met and surpassed all of them. I Mm. think, um, this was, uh, excellent. And I, I mean, I think this is the, now the second best angels episode. I think this, I, I think this usurps time of the angels, that two-parter personally, um, just because I think it's more focused and not so which is crazy because there's a lot of wacky flux stuff in this as well but um but it it does feel a lot more focused from like the angels perspective and it's just like very simple uh and very i don't know spooky and yeah really a lot a lot of tension and just like everything you kind of want from the angels whereas I feel like in um, Time of the Angels, there was like a lot of like, we got to keep looking at them. Oh, no, they turned out the lights. Oh, we're all getting got. And then, you know, and then that was that was it. And whereas this was just like, no, 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 we're just going to keep doing the not blinking thing just because that's what makes them cool. And that's what's the scary thing. It's like you can't look everywhere. Um, And when there's this many, it's like, oh, how the hell are they going to get out of this? You know? (laughs) Yeah, so I love this. They're a lot like zombies in that in order in order to survive an angel episode, it, it takes a lot of teamwork. Mm-hmm. And I really liked the crew of this episode. I guess the main crew being like Jericho, the Doctor, and Claire. Yeah. I just every time like one would look away, but then they would make sure that the other two were looking at the TV or like they would turn their own turn their heads and stuff. I just saw that that was so much fun. Yeah. Um, big Claire fan, as it turns out. I like her a lot. 
See, I, I, I told she you. Was great. Yeah. She was the one that interested me the most in in that first episode. Yeah. I really hope uh, they pull like a Stephen King shining where they never explain how. Oh, never, never mind. Never mind. Because I guess they do kind of like the, the angel just chose her at random. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I liked how her premonitions were just already a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you find out, oh, like she picked this random human because the angel knew like, oh, well, the, the quickest way to get the doctor's attention is to put a human in danger. Right. Yeah. No, it was, uh, that's, oh man, that's so good. And very, very doctory. And like, just, it just feels like the thing that I was noticing, like watching this episode is it just, it doesn't just feel like Dr. Who again. It looks like Dr. Who again. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like he, like Chibnall was like, all right, let's just make it look like the Moffat era again. Like, let's just, <laughs> whatever we were doing before, let's just knock it off. Let's add color back. Let's. You know, let, let's just let's stop trying to make this show something it's it doesn't want to be, um, because this just felt like any episode of Doctor Who that we've ever seen. Um, and I and I kind of I loved it for that. Um, God, this season rules. It really does. I wish this is what I was doing the whole time. <laughs> I thought that, too, of like, I guess the kind of one like pang of, of melancholy is like, God, yeah. Imagine if we had gotten three volumes like three Chibnall mysteries, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, cosmic but mysteries. But that's life, you know? You don't, yeah. you don't, you don't get it until towards the end. <laughs> that's what Joker taught us. That's what um, Joker taught us. <laughs> <laughs> that's life. <laughs> oh, that's right. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. That part of the Joker, he's like, always appreciate the present. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, so we, we had a really cool, I really like that cold open mm-hmm. that felt like straight out of a horror movie with like the test and like her performance was really good. Yeah. Yeah. That was really good. I, I just like, um, I think the other thing that I really like about this episode is it feels a lot like classic who again, like, um, yes like the Centauran episode where they're like, Hey, you're going to meet all of these people and you're going to get to know them. And then the doctor is going to drop into that situation. And it, that is very much it. I got a lot of big finish vibes from this episode. Um, That sort of like big finish vibe that you always talk about, Nick, where you're like, got a cup of coffee and it's like a Sunday morning, you know, like that vibe out of this one. I'm the Um, town scientist. We're the old married couple. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you can like hear the big finish version of this where he's like talking into a recorder at the beginning in that cold. open. Yeah. 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 Um, and then like and like the 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 lady who ends up being the little girl um but we don't know that yet the the old lady talking to the guy who's counting all the headstones like that was felt like a very like big finish scene to mm-hmm. me yeah yeah i can like hear the paper scratchy things in my headphones you know what i mean yeah like- yeah yeah totally so like <laughs> i just love those vibes and i wish those had been the vibes that he was chasing this whole time because it it just He's just killing it now. Out of nowhere, all of a sudden, he's killing it. Oh, so you you can't do this this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. I don't know. I I feel like this one is also, I guess, um, because the next one is also co-written by um, Maxine Allerton, Mm -hmm. or is that incorrect? Is there just this one? Is that right? I don't know. I think it's just this one. I think he writes the last two, I think, solo. Okay. Um, I, I didn't even know that this one was co-written, but that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I feel like that um, helped a lot. I feel like he, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I, I, feel, I feel like that helped him a lot to have like someone else to bounce yeah. off of instead of just like, uh, yeah. is this also who, is this also the, the is the writer of, of this one and Haunting of Via di Ordati also the person who wrote uh, Fugitive of the Jadun? No. Okay. No, she only wrote those two episodes. Demons um, of the Punjab? No. No. Okay. Those are that, the writers yeah, that, that I that is who did the Jadoon, I think, episode. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I think yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's the connection there. But I think I think this episode makes a very good argument 
for uh, Russell T. Davies to make sure he brings Maxine back in. And then just like he's like, hey, little bird, get under my wing because you're going to be the next showrunner. Like there there's like she's like there's no argument that says like, oh, she she co-wrote two episodes and therefore should be showrunner. Right. Like that's a little extreme. But I feel like. Chibnall doesn't know how to train a showrunner, whereas Russell T. Davies was like training showrunners left and right, you right. know. And so I feel I feel like you bring him in for like that 60th anniversary season, um, and then you have him work with Maxine and let Maxine write a couple more episodes. And I and I feel like Maxine could be the next showrunner. She's that good. Like this is the episode rules. Yeah, I don't know that that kind of that kind of pulls something that I was thinking this episode because you know of course my thoughts stray to you know the end. It's it's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna have to say goodbye to this doctor soon. And I was like, okay, thirteen was such a cool, beautiful response to twelve. Mm-hmm. Like 12's final moments birthed thirteen, mm-hmm. and thir- thirteen was such this like ball of energy and sunshine and like you know the best teacher you ever had and you know. And I was like, oh, what if 14, we go, like, gothic and spooky and dark? (laughs) God, I hope so. That would be good. I mean, I think we could guarantee that would happen if Maxine took over the show. I feel like we would get a resurgence of the gothic era of of Doctor Who. I think there's, like, no doubt about that happening if that were the case. Right. Um, Considering her, uh, like... Her first Doctor Who episode is like Mary Shelley. Like, yeah, that's a no. Right. <laughs> the the yeah. birth of the birth of horror and science fiction. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm picturing them like looking at their like the rainbow shirt and the boots and they're like, what am I wearing? Like, <laughs> <laughs> just goes into the closet and found, finds everything black they have that they owned. <laughs> Yes. Or like goes full Selena Kyle Catwoman and like spray paints everything black. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Um, man, uh yeah, I really liked um I'm trying to think of like where we want to start. Um so like the 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 reveal of her of Claire being an angel, that was really cool of like her eyes bleeding dust. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, just like um, uh, Amy in mm-hmm. Time of the Angels. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but they explain it better here about what's going on. Um, the whole like uh, image of a angel becomes an angel, and then it's like, oh, the angel's in your head, so you're becoming an angel. Like that was pretty cool. Yeah, and like it felt like he was building on the lore of angel yes. lore. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Like with like, oh my god, yeah, like a premonition. That's an image, like that which yeah. houses the image of an angel. And it was just, it was, yeah, just really smart. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. You know, we always call like, um, or the the comparison always comes up with uh, uh, Blink versus Time of the Angels, which is like Alien and then Aliens. Mm-hmm. You know, but now I think in retrospect, I feel like Time of the Angels becomes Alien Three. And this is aliens. Well, I mean, um, like to be fair, I'm gonna I'm gonna defend the episode. Um, to be fair, like it, this episode pulls a lot from the lore that's all established in that one. Like, oh yeah, for sure, for sure. I just mean, like, in terms of like, this feels like a logical next step in the trajectory of like the angels. Whereas, like, it felt like when Moffat did it from Blink to that, mm-hmm. it it was like he was like going he from. Step. Yeah, it felt like he skipped a step where okay. it was like it was like there was never like a house under siege. Like that's kind of what you want to go to grow out of Blink, but instead he's like, no, they're all in a cave and there's like hundreds of them. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. Gosh, was that the, was that their home planet? That there was that just a planet that they were on? No, they uh, were all on a ship. Yeah, they were. They they're, like crash landed yeah, on the planet. And, yeah. Okay. Then they, I. I propose a new a new uh, allegory or or whatever. Okay. Um, so yeah, we can call Village of the Angels aliens, and then maybe um, Time of the Angels uh, part and whatever. Yeah, that part two parter we can call Prometheus Alien Covenant. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fair. That makes sense. Um, man. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. 
I uh, and then and, and then Angels Take Manhattan is um, Alien Resurrection. <laughs> yeah. Woof. <laughs> or like Alien versus Predator. Yeah. Or Alien versus Predator. Yeah. <laughs> or like you know even like the Rogue Angel like that was such a cool reveal. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like that. I like that we learned a lot more about the angels in this, but not in a way that felt like, oh, I didn't want to know that. Like, that's mm-hmm. that's too much right. information, like, you know? Right. Like, we didn't cut to, like, you know, a scientist creating them in a lab or something. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't get Genesis of the angels, though. Guarantee you that will happen. At, like, there will be an episode called Genesis of the angels. Like, that'll... 100% be a thing. Maybe it'll be one of the specials next year. No. It'll be the one in spring, Genesis of the Angels. Oh like my an God. An old man wearing an angel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're Davros. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was a, he was a, a Christmas tree topper. Um. <laughs> well, I, I don't even know that like we learned about the the weeping angels as a whole we just learned about like this group of weeping angels i think because these are well like, yeah we like this 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 oh, squad or whatever that um is like works for the division you know so right I don't... we 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 learned that the division i'm pretty sure that we learned in this episode the division was not just time lords yeah i think that's i think that's I think that's what he's building toward. Um, and I think that's, I, mean, um, I hope it's not like, um, like the, like silence will fall or whatever, you know, the, the, the Moffat right. thing where it's like the silence. Like it's a are like, a... Yeah. I don't know. I hope it's not like that, but. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cass, what did you think of the, the bell storyline this week? I didn't think we'd see them again. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think they'd see them again. Um I I liked that we saw them again. I think they're really cute. Um and I think it's interesting that like that is the thread that's tying this episode to like our greater villains. Um and I liked that I only had to see her for like 30 seconds. That was great. Um I was going to say greater kind of being like thematically, not in terms yeah, of yeah, quality. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> But, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was definitely unfortunately like that. I mean, I'm just I'm not interested in Azor mm-hmm. and the swarm yet, and so yeah. like yeah, I, I was happy to see Bell yeah. again. There's two episodes left. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> maybe they'll turn out maybe, really cool. Maybe it'll turn around. <laughs> I'll really start to like them. Oh man, I forgot. We were, I was watching. I had to watch this episode, so I did like commandeer the the TV from from Bethany. Uh, and so she watched part of this with me. And when Azor came up, she was like, that thing looks like something that would be on face off and they would lose that. Week. And I was like, oh my God, that's exactly what we said. That's great. <laughs> oh my God. Uh... <laughs> yeah, but that was interesting. So like, so it turned, so that's kind of like. In the wake of the flux, for some reason, that one planet is like the only place that's safe, right? Mm. I think in that in that like section of the the universe or whatever. Yeah, right. yeah, um, yeah. I liked I liked that we got Planet Rock Quarry in typical Doctor Who fashion. Mm-hmm. That was good. Love an excuse for a rock quarry. <laughs> <laughs> Always a good time. I think that's been. At least three, right? This season. Oh shit! I haven't been keeping track. Because uh, there's the one that he was imprisoned in that he got let out of that he regenerated. Right. In. That was yeah. one And then there was the one that, um, in this was that the, the second episode? episode where he. Oh right, and then the Satarans were in a rock quarry. I think we might be four for four nice. because I think in the second episode, isn't it a rock quarry where he's um. Uh, where where he's oh no that is the Centauran episode where he's running around that's right that's the one where they all split up. Let's see. So then was there a rock quarry last week? 
What was last week's episode? God, it was last one, week's last time was, was so crazy. The one where they were sucked into the time stream and I didn't understand what was going on. Oh, right. The yeah, there's got to be a rock quarry somewhere in there, right? <laughs> I don't think we saw a rock quarry. No? Hmm. Listeners, let us know if there, in, if in, in once upon time there was a rock quarry. Yeah. <laughs> once upon time there was when, a rock quarry. When we were getting the the scene where it was intended to be um, Ruth, like Ruth Doctor, and they were going to storm oh, yeah. the temple the first time. Was that yep. a rock quarry? Rock quarry. Yeah. Right. Hell yeah. We <laughs> we're four for four, baby. I mean, no wonder we love this season. <laughs> wow. Wait, is Gallifrey just like a big rock quarry? I mean. Well, they're not on Gallifrey. Well, it depends. They're on time. In the. Yeah. That's right. They're on the planet time. But I'm, I'm trying to think about Gallifrey now. I'm just picturing like jagged mountains. Isn't it? It was like farmland in Moffat's episodes. It was oh. like, remember he was in that farmhouse when the Time yeah. Lords came and got him? And David Tennant was always like, oh, the fields, the grass. It was purple grass. And like, oh, <laughs> You're right. It's a great, great David Tennant impression. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, yeah. Do we want to do we want to dive straight into speculation theory town? Like, because there was a lot of pretty big revelations in this. Um, mm-hmm. That so, for all we know, the division. I'm kind of where my head's at is like the doctor left the division at mm-hmm. some point in time. Mm-hmm. No, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> they were like, "Sod this! I'm out. You can't control me." And the division was like, "Oh well, crap. We need a new." And so like they've just been like trying to make up for the doctor's absence this whole time have been and have been recruiting different creatures or different beings. Mm-hmm. But as we learn in this at the end of this episode, they've always been trying to get the doctor back in, in their clutches. Yeah. But what's weird about that is like I mean, they don't want her to be an angel, right? Like that's not what they want. So is that just like is her being turned into an angel just like <laughs> the division equivalent of uh, a freezing Han Solo and Carbonite. I think so. I agree. And that being that being said, I'm glad you brought up um, that because I know she was in a great amount of distress, and that was supposed to be like a scary, you know, cliffhanger. But mm-hmm. as soon as she like grew angel wings, I was like, God, that looks cool. Yeah. <laughs> No, all I was thinking was just like, oh, somebody's going to cosplay the shit out of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was I like, like there's going to be th- there's going to be a statue like at Comic-Con next year of this, of the Dr. Angel statue. That you can I, buy. I was thinking like fan art. I was like, oh, there's going to be such cool fan art of like 13 with Angel. Oh, well, yeah, of them. course. That always comes first. <laughs> and then capitalism rears its ugly head, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> there's action figures. and <laughs> Yeah. I I actually had that moment spoiled for me before I was able to watch no. the episode and I was so mad about it. And oh. I saw so I was waiting for it the whole time and I'm like when does this happen? Like I thought when she goes into Claire's mind um and they're they're talking like on the beach mm-hmm. or whatever. Um I thought like the angel was going to like jump and like take over her body that way. So I was like oh, waiting wow, for that cool. to happen and then it didn't happen. And I was just like, okay, so did what I see um, not actually happen? And then that's the cliffhanger, which I thought was cool. Can I ask you a question? How, how was this spoiled for you? Yeah, that's what I want to know. Uh, one of my friends just posted a screenshot on Facebook and was like, the doctor's an angel now. And I was like, okay, first of all. Oh, <laughs> that's so interesting because th- this was the first episode of Flux that wasn't spoiled for me. Mm. Um, oh. Because I've been I've been kind of dealing with this uh, conundrum every week of do I watch the new episode as soon as it drops, or do I watch it right before we record so that it's all fresh in my mind? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And so, but it's never been fans. It's always been the official BBC stuff right. of like like well, time to go on YouTube, and it's like the angel has the TARDIS. I'm like oh. And it's like the cliffhanger. The angel has the TARDIS. I'm like, okay, well, yeah. that's how the episode ends. That or like sucks. an interview with Ruth. Ruth's back. And I'm like, oh, I guess Ruth's back. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
So it was actually, ironically, this was like the first time I like went in completely blind because I've been traveling and I haven't been on the yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, That sucks. I don't understand the instinct that people have to watch something and then share the ending with people on the internet. I like as if they didn't also see it. And if they didn't also see it, then aren't you an asshole? Like, so what makes, so what makes you know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah. what are you getting out of doing that? <laughs> but it's even, it's a little even more frustrating when it is like the source. Yes. Yeah. Like um, their, their thing is they're trying to get people to talk about it. Um, and right. so like, you know, they did fair to be fair every week. They're like, they like do a post where they're like, Hey, big spoilers coming this week. If you, you know, get off the internet. Yeah. So of course they don't say like, not get off the internet. Cause we're going to spoil it. Us. We are the official <laughs> channel. Right. Cause like, um, I think I unfollowed the official accounts because when the master came back, they're like the master's back and i'm just like what i haven't watched the episode yet oh yeah every everything big last year was spoiled for me ruth yeah. jack being back all of it and all of it was from like the bbc yeah yeah and so it's made me like oh it doesn't matter because i actually had i, I still had i mean you know it, it mattered i would rather not be spoiled but right like, sure <laughs> I also know a lot more about Ghostbusters Afterlife than I wanted to before getting no. on the computer this week. But whatevs. Well, that's the thing, especially when something when people all are like when somebody is like, "Oh, this was bad." They're just like, "Spoil it!" Like, yeah, like because right. they just don't. They're like, "Well, I don't respect this thing, right. so therefore I don't respect your desire to go into it not knowing this stuff." You know, mm-hmm. so right. they're like, "This was stupid," and I'm going to spoil it for you because like. It's stupid. Right. So, like, why do you care? Yeah. You know? Or like, I'm the director of the movie. Here's an Instagram picture of me with a maquette of a thing. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. See, all the stuff that I know from Afterlife, because I haven't seen it yet either, um, I I got spoiled from critics who were like, fuck oh, this movie. That's too bad. And they would just be like, fuck this movie. And then, like, I wanted to see it. Yeah. And then, like, drop, like, a bunch of like sure. stupid Bill Murray know, a bunch, getting a bunch of stuff that they murdered. decided was really know. dumb <laughs> and that I should know about. Yeah. So. You don't tr- trust me. You don't care about this. Cause I didn't like it. Right. Yes, exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, uh, Oh, I, I had a weird thought. So the part where Yaz and, 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 um, and Dan are, are separated. I was like, Oh, that's why you have Dan. So Yaz has someone to talk to. <laughs> Yeah, Dan. Dan is Yaz's companion. <laughs> yeah, definitely not a. I'm. I'm. I. I feel you, Cass. I. I understand what that sigh. <laughs> it, it, look, it's not ideal, but neither. You know, neither is the Doctor regenerating in like eight episodes. You know, so it's like. I don't know. Are you going to focus your time on their relationship, or are you going to focus your time on like? Uh, tying up all of the stuff with the doctor you know that that is the thing though because they should have been focusing on their relationship for the past two seasons well yeah but they didn't (laughs) and um and i guess like even more even more specifically i just feel like every scene every moment that mandeep gill has in this episode yeah she just so friggin nails like Mm -hmm. yeah uh when the two like grandparents are iced and she's like crying but still yeah. like i was like god oh, you're so good I, I, fucking, I love those grandparents they were like the most classic who characters oh, no they were so good because they were just like the hell are you talking about no and then they just die and it's just like yeah that's what you get for not listening you dicks it's <laughs> yeah. so good in so classic good. who we would have lived with those characters for like three episodes right uh-huh. <laughs> and they would have made the same mistake Right. We would have just been like following them around as they're just like living their lives, like just gardening. We've you been know. married for 48 years and we've hated all of it. <laughs> uh, that angel put them out of their misery. Right. To be totally honest. Is that a new, is that an old rule or a new rule that you can only, like you can't get, you can't move twice at the second time you get touched, you, you turn to dust. I think that's new. 
I don't know. I, th- I think that's I think that's a new rule. I don't think they've ever gone into a situation of them going back, anyone going back twice. Oh, you know what I just realized they they used again? Remember that really cool part in Time of Angels where the angels use the voice mm-hmm. of that person? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they use Jericho's voice. Yeah. Yeah. What a also voice. Also the TV stuff. That guy's yeah. got a really good voice. That was the scariest oh, yeah. scene in that episode. <laughs> it was really good. I like Jericho. He was Me cool. Me too. Yeah. I liked him a lot. Anytime um, an old white guy shows up in the show, I'm like, oh, no. But he was. <laughs> yeah, he was chill. They do a really good job th- in flux of having. Like establishing that like, okay, this is a guy in a time where he doesn't really respect women, you know, without going like ham on it. Where right. they're just like, why would I not? Why would I listen to you? You're a woman. You know, like it's just not, it's not that just over and over right. again this season. Or um, liked is a funny word, but I appreciated how like the Gerald, the old man immediately assumed that Dan was in charge, mm-hmm. even though he was just standing there like a moron. yeah yeah but they don't go too hard on it you know like they're they're just like well here's the difference between these two guys they are both living in this same society that does not respect women very well this guy's an asshole see this is what an asshole does and then (laughs) this guy is like a genuinely like good dude he just is raised in a society that doesn't respect women and then he like gets over it pretty quickly because he's like, well, obviously there's other things going on here <laughs> that you seem to know yeah. more about than I do. <laughs> yeah. Survival instinct kicks in and it's like, oh, wait, all that's bullshit. I need to pay attention to what these people are saying or else I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So I love I, I really love how they've been doing that this season. It's been a really cool theme to see executed so well. Uh. Yeah, when Claire was like, I've been trapped in the 60s for two years, I was like, oh, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. She had great hair, though. Got a great haircut. Oh, I love her outfit. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The outfit rules, too. Yeah. No, the whole the whole thing. I mean, like, look, it sucks you were there for two years, but, like, <laughs> at least you got a great wardrobe. <laughs> um, I, uh, uh, oh, uh, another thing that I was... You know, because I mentioned the, um, the, we're back to the use of blinking instead of just like lights and stuff like they did in Time of the Angels. The other thing that they didn't bring back from Time of the Angels was the angels moving. Do you remember mm. that? Mm-hmm. When the angels were like actually moving, he like showed them moving because he's like, this is what people want to see next, right? And it's like, no, no, <laughs> this is so much scarier. If it's like the strobing thing, it's so much scarier. Yeah, it was really good. I remember that being like a big moment in one of the angel episodes where yeah, like the, you see them move. The scene where they're trying to get out of the basement and they're going through the tunnel underground and then like the oh, they yeah. like turn around and then like all the hands are coming out through the wall. Like that's oh. so cool. Yeah, that was great. And then you realize that they, you know, there's this great line that the angel, one of the angels has where it's like, we're patient. We have time. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And like the own, like, oh yeah, they own it because they're the division. They can pull ops of like, we're going to plant a platoon or a squadron of us thousands of years in the past because what is the past anymore in a post-flux universe? Mm-hmm. Right. And, God. Yeah. I wonder what wating this episode must have been like for Stephen Moffat. Oh, uh, infuriating. You know, you know he is? <laughs> Yo, you think infuriating? Okay. I think so. Oh man. See, uh, to me, I would just be like, wow. Like it, like, you know, one of my, one of my absolute like dream things that I could ever do is write for comics and create a character that outlives me, Mm. you know, like, like Bendis did with like Miles Morales, like Miles Morales is going to be around forever and ever and ever and ever. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and I just feel like that's gotta be pretty satisfying. It's like oh, yeah. watching an episode you had nothing to do with. That is your creation. And it's a new story and it fucking rules. Like that's, <laughs> I just think that that's, I, I, that has to be exciting. I don't know. That's cool. Or like if, I don't know, like theoretically, if like someone else were to write like Lorelai Swift or something. Like oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that would be, 
that would be weird because I <laughs> that would be weird. Why? Yeah, yeah. Well, I I think Geek by Night would have to be a lot more successful. <laughs> no, sure, sure. Or like, I wonder, I wonder if any doctors watch the show, like mm. if Matt Smith or or maybe you know, like Capaldi was such a fan for his whole life. I wonder if like, he still. Yeah, I don't in. know. I don't know if any of them watch the show. I know. Um, I don't know if. Uh, I think Tennant I does. I think he's the only one that like regularly still watches every week. Because Georgia right. posts on her Instagram a lot of like, hey, look, this idiot's watching the show he used oh, to be the star bless. of. Oh, That's so like, cute. And he's just like, and he's like, yee, because he's like <laughs> excited because he loves Doctor Who. <laughs> uh, uh, that kind yeah. of, um, there, we were talking on the Discord just now of, you know, speculation is starting to arise about what the RTD 2.0 era holds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something I hadn't thought about literally at all is the idea of old familiar faces coming back. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, I've thought about it. That's crazy to me. <laughs> oh yeah, you don't, you don't, you think Russell D Davies going to come back into Doctor Who and he's not going to bring Jackie Tyler with oh, him? Oh God, I hope so. <laughs> oh, isn't she Same in? Flat. Isn't she in that that universe though? The um, the one where Rose is stuck in. I don't Beach know Rose. where anybody is anymore because, <laughs> you know, like endless like, Cardiff. Yeah, all of that was chaos. You, you know, you thought that was locked up, and then it wasn't anymore. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've seen end of time how many times? Like, or right. parting of the ways. Yeah, That's and fair. she was like the, she was like the thing in the fiftieth. She was the MacGuffin or whatever. So like, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, but that wasn't her. Right? That was a like a. That was something using her. Her image, image, that which yeah, holds yeah. the image of Rose Tyler becomes Rose Tyler. <laughs> yeah, for the for the guy who's who has no idea who Rose Tyler is. Um, who yeah. the hell are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How is she described in the novelization, Nick? Oh, Rose. In yeah, in the in, in no in the uh, in the fiftieth. Oh right, yeah, no, it's um, yeah, it's 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 Moffat, so it's cheeky, like it's um, okay. It's oh, like, oh, right. I forgot he wrote it himself. That's right. <laughs> oh, God. It's a it's a fun read. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because it plays with, well, the, the cool thing about um, the time of the uh, the Day of the Doctor novelization that you can you can get the Target book is it plays with who is narrating, no pun intended. Mm. Of like, there'll be little asides of like, of course, I didn't know this yet. Or like, and I'm like, wait. And I'm trying, I would try out different voices in my head. I'm like who, who's telling the story right now? Interesting. That's good. And then you find, and then you find out at the end. It's a very fun, heartwarming reveal. Oh, okay, that's fun. Um. Anyway, uh, okay. Let's see. So we got the uh, return of Station. That wasn't his name. Uh, 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 sanctuary passenger. 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 Right. <laughs> I love the idea that under that suit is just like this troll-looking thing from Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. (laughs) Station! Yes, it's station! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. God. (laughs) Um, What do we think about all of the, the division lore that we kind of get here in this episode like it's really intriguing I, so far yeah please because i feel like um like before with um like ruth uh and all of that stuff that had to do with like the timeless child because it, it seemed to me like the time lords like controlled the division but now i think it's mm-hmm. like the other way around where like mm. they have oh, like yeah. a deal or something. I don't know. Yeah. I I really think and and Cass, I think I think you called this last week where that that old woman, that older mm. woman, is kind of like at the top of the pyramid. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like the idea of the Time Lords being patsies, mm-hmm. of being like tools for some greater 
more nefarious organization. Mm. What do you think? What do you think, Scott? Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I think that's interesting as well. I just wish the thing I, I, I think what he's trying to do is like, uh, to a certain extent, if the, if all of that is true, then I think what he's trying to do is probably fix the time Lords in terms of like, they're so boring. Um, <laughs> and stupid <laughs> and bad. Um, that, uh, I, I imagine he's like, all right, well, let's just jettison the time Lords and start over. Like, where do we want the doctor to be from? Like, what would be the coolest thing that the doctor could come from? And maybe that's what the division is or, you know, whoever that lady is, if she's not division related. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm, I'm thinking that that's what it is. And, you know, the more I think about it from that perspective, I think he's kind of right. Uh, I think the only way to kind of fix the time Lords is to get rid of them. Cause they're just, they're just so stuffy and British. I don't know. <laughs> and like, you know, they're constantly, I mean, even, even if we're just talking, forget about classic who, because I've seen like 2% of it, but even just going from like, you know, modern era, they've mm -hmm. always been in a state of like, they're all gone. They're all dead. They're all missing. We can't find them. Mm -hmm. And they've always felt so nebulous. Yeah, that's true. That's well, also I think, true. I think killing yeah, so you them all. You kind of get to a place where you. Oh, sorry. Um, I think no, like, like killing them all was Russell T's answer to like the Time Lords suck. So I don't want to deal with them. And then now that hashtag they're... Russell was right, because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the the deal is with them right now. Do they exist? I forget. I never know. I've never known what their deal is. No, because it's it's this weird thing where they both exist and do not exist simultaneously. I think because they're like in the time, they're like in a time bubble thing, right? right. So the like, last the last time I really oh please. Was um was that what he was protecting with the Christmas thing? Was um Gallifrey? Like I know that it's like in a pocket dimension or something, right? Yeah. Yes. the The last time I had a firm handle on it, I think, was Day of the Doctor, when it was like, oh, it's not gone. I just have to hide it to save it. But now I'm gonna find it. Right. 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 And then and it then, all goes. Tits. And then and then Capaldi goes there, right? Does he? Yeah, he does because there's that. Um, yeah. Oh my God! What's the name of the episode? The With one where Clara. he's like, like the yeah. the hell bent heavens. Yes, sin. yes, yeah. that one, that yeah. two parter. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the master last year, uh, like he said that he killed everybody. He, right. Because like, he was so angry and disturbed over the truth. Yeah. Of, so he of... like he like just full on like genocided the 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 everybody he never yeah, said how he did that because he, he takes he takes her to like the the matrix right like the archive right mm -hmm. yeah, yeah 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 and he's yeah. like i couldn't stand that you were actually special slash low-key he would never admit this but i think he was like angry at what they did to her mm. of like hey like you know nobody messes with batman but the joker <laughs> did, did we bring up the fact that uh that last season that like the master was that version of the master was basically doctor who fanboys who hated that the doctor was a woman. Like, it's just like a, it's like an allegory. I don't remember talking no, about that. I don't think we did. Okay. Yeah. Cause it seemed like we're now that we're recapping it. I'm like, Oh, was that what they were doing? Is it, it's just like kind of an allegory where he's just like, I hate that you're special. I feel like I think it's that... more of like oh please. Oh sorry. I, I feel like if they were trying to do yeah. that, I don't feel like they would have cast him as a person of color. Um, because it's like you know, white fanboys who are just like kind of kind of muddies kind of muddies the meta. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. I kind of I guess what I, I kind of uh, there's an element, or maybe it's more of like the Whovian that's like adverse to change or retconning. Mm. of like not accepting this new un unearthed truth. Mm. Um, yeah. I don't know. 
Um, um, the master, Sasha Dewan master has didn't like explode or anything, right? He still like canonically could be out there, right? I forgot. I don't how to remember. remember. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, I feel like, yes. Um, and I assume he'll be back before the end of 13's tenure. Um, That's exciting. Yeah. Isn't he like, didn't she like send him to the past or something like that? <laughs> I don't remember. Um, no, that was earlier. That was during Spyfall. She did that. That's right. 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 Um, yeah. Where she like she kind of uh, curse a fatal death to him, <laughs> which is again another thing that Chibnall made canon. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, what what did we think of the uh, the twist with the little girl, the little missing girl, of like I the called... old lady being a oh, place? Oh, I called it during the episode, like while we were watching it, because um, oh, I was watching cool. it with Norman, and he was just like. Oh, this old lady's just wandering around. She's she's fine, and I'm just like, oh yeah, that's the little girl because the angels promised they wouldn't mess with her, and then that was <laughs> that was nice. the thing. Yeah, that that, that got me. Um, oh really? Cool. Um, uh, and like I guess the cycle, the cycle, it kind of almost reminded me of it. Of like, there's just this one town that every set amount of years gets attacked by these these creatures. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's really good. I like it's so funny because, you know, like in the 60s, you had like Dalek Mania and then you had like those two Dalek movies like mm-hmm. you. there, There's a world where Moffat could have if he had owned the angels, like he could like have Angel Mania and like go make a Weeping Angels movie Um, <laughs> because like I yeah. you could just make a straight up horror movie without the doctor. Absolutely. Almost Sorry, more so more so than any Doctor Who creature. You could just pitch the witching the this the, the Weeping Angels as like a Blumhouse horror movie. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, that's cool. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Um Yeah. Uh oh, uh the doctor said reverse the polarity of the neutron flow. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, she did. <laughs> that was good. I um, liked her psychically connecting with Claire. Mm-hmm. Um, what did we think about uh, getting out of the cliffhanger? The angels, the angels having the TARDIS. The uh, oh, I'll just like cross these two wires, and that'll reset it. <laughs> Classic Doctor Who. Yeah. How are they going to get back to the TARDIS? How is like there's no one there with the TARDIS? Like it's just in that village. Right? right in the sixties. Yeah. So. Oh, I oh please. Do they like? Because um, at the like the preview for the next episode, it's just like, oh yeah, we've been here for like three years or whatever. So I was just like, oh god, are they gonna like? Have Yaz and Dan just been living in the sixties for like three no, years? No, because they're in they're or in nineteen oh nine. They're in nineteen oh one. Yeah. So like. Or oh one. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I hope the first episode, the first scene back is just Dan hoeing a field or something. <laughs> I'm sure it will be. All right. <laughs> He's like pulling a plow like a, like a beast of burden. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love the old, the older, the married couple using the, the TARDIS as a police box. That was great. Yeah. Just like immediately, too. Like they just landed. And they're like, oh, good, a police box. <laughs> in this town we've lived in our whole lives and I've never yeah, seen Yeah, did you call the cops from your home? Like, don't you have a phone at your house? <laughs> I almost like, I don't know if they did that back then in 1967. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the, the, the police box is from the 60s. It gets stuck. It gets stuck that way. So. Yeah. I love when they all, like, they go back to the 60s and there's always that joke of like, oh, you're not the police. Like, doesn't that happen with, <laughs> yeah. like, Matt Smith or something? I think so. Yeah. Man. I don't think Matt Smith went to the 60s as much as he should have. I don't know. Hmm. Definitely should have gone more. Unless, like, <laughs> some of those, like, haunted house episodes were like, it's the 60s. But you couldn't, you couldn't tell. 
Oh, <laughs> I, yeah. That Ghost Hunter one might have been like the late 60s, maybe. Right. Yeah. The one where they kept making Ghostbusters jokes. Yeah. Um, I know I know a Doctor Who shouldn't have gone to the 50s. Right. Um, right. <laughs> we would have all been better off. <laughs> um. Uh oh uh uh is this the first like post credit stinger the show's ever had? I think so. I think so. That was cool. Yeah, that was cool. I like that. Those are long. It was a long mid credit sequence. <laughs> yeah, Bell, maybe don't maybe just start with the directions. Right? Yeah. <laughs> he he knows you love her. He knows you guys you guys are <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh what happened to her though? Like, who stopped her recording? It oh, she like said at the um, beginning. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, oh, I, was gonna, I think at the beginning it said that she had like limited space, right? Like it was like, yeah. oh, how much time? Oh. Okay. Anyway, let me stare at you for three. That's not, you know, let me pretend to stare at you for like five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be cute. <laughs> Um, yeah. what I, what I do want to say, I guess going into chapter five, um, I'm worried about everyone. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm worried about Jericho. I'm worried about Claire because your chances of survival drop significantly in a doctor who story. If you survive part one, right. Oh. Cause now we're attached to you. Yeah. I, I am worried that the next episode is going to be a uh, 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 riff and raff, like heavy episode. Like it's just, <laughs> it's like, it's almost like, almost like it'll be like a, a riff and raff, like POV episode where it's just like, <laughs> you're talking about the, the, the bad guys. Swarm, yeah. swarm in a zoo. <laughs> yep. Riff and raff. Yeah. Bulk and skull. I right. Like, I like that there's a different name for them every week. I'm just like, okay, are we talking about those ones? We, about? <laughs> yeah. we didn't even see Swarm this week. Uh, no, we did not. What are, what are they? Uh, who are they on? Uh, on uh, you're looking for trouble? Make it double on Pokemon. Team Rocket. What, oh, Team Rocket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're like totally got. They, they, it's the two of them, and then they got the cat in the form of that one dude. <laughs> the, right, yeah, he's meow. <laughs> passenger. He's he's the talking cat. I wish. I wish they were that camp. <laughs> oh my god. I guess that's my thing is that they're not fun to watch. They're just so like. I'm the big serious threat and like, yeah, you don't want to mess with me because I'm the big serious threat. The writer Mm -hmm. said so. In general, I don't think I love Chibnall's casting instincts. Just Mm. like in general, I think he's about 50 50 on most things. Um, And I think that like when it comes to creatures, I feel like his instincts are always wrong. (laughs) <laughs> where he's always like, well, I'm going to cast this person because I've seen them in this thing and they were a really good actor. And they're like, yes, but are they a character actor, Chibnall? Mm. Because if they're not a character actor, they're not going to be able to act through the makeup. Like, right. it, they're going to be generic. So, yeah. Yeah. Know. Like, you could tell me that Tim Shaw and Swarm are the same actor and I'd believe you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 100%. I would believe you. Like if if that ends up being like the the, the flux ending <laughs> Tim twist, Shaw again is that it's it, that Tim Shaw was like a first regeneration of this guy. Boo! Yeah, I'm regenerating. Like, yeah, yeah of course, of course, of course. My greatest character, Tim Shaw, back again at the finale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is this is he's gonna be my angels. I know we are all just so still hyped over the battle of Rance Korav Kolos. <laughs> I cannot. I cannot believe you remembered that. <laughs> it's like a superpower. <laughs> and I'm normally not great with, with Chibnall names. Oh, man. <sighs> yeah. God. I'm kind of weary of next week because because it's the penultimate episode. I feel like it could be just a lot of moving the pieces on the board. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be super lore heavy, super plot heavy. 
Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't look nothing about the preview for next week was exciting to me. Not even the ood. I didn't even see the ood. I must have glanced away or yeah, something. There was a news I think that was like the first thing. Oh. Okay. Like for half a second he was like master or something. Oh. I don't know. Ood shit. Okay. Well, all right. I'm always I love good. a nude. <laughs> yeah. Love a nude. <laughs> I think um, I think an example of just how in his wheelhouse Chibnall is, you know, thinking about like a, a broad church and whatnot, mm-hmm. is how he kind of knows like, okay, we're not going to get Claire next week, but we are this week, but we're not going to get Vinder until the very end. He's like the push and pull is really. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Oh, we are getting Professor Mutton Chops, though. Right. I did see him. Oh. Uh, I saw him leaning over again, leaning over to talk to somebody. That's like his one move. Like he's just constantly leaning over to talk to people. He had a laser gun last time. That was cool. Oh yeah, that's true. He did have a laser gun. Yeah. I want to know why he's digging those tunnels. Wait, mm-hmm. did he dig the tunnels where the angels were? Boom. I think he cracked it. Oh. I like that. Oh, because they might be in Liverpool. I don't know if we ever said like where they were. Oh, that's true. You just said like a village. Right. Uh, but Liverpool's yeah. like by the sea, right? Hmm. Interesting. Um, if we're ready, I, I want to talk a little bit about. So we received some news uh, earlier today that um, uh, officially thought Doctor Who will be returning on New Year's Day. Yes. And we even got a cool little art of like the TARDIS cracking with like red energy pulsing. Right. Yeah, and then, and then they even gave like a time frame, right, for the other for the other ones, like a seasonal time frame. Yeah, spring and fall. Great. Yeah. So just like um, the David Tennant specials. Yeah. Hopefully that's where the comparisons end. <laughs> <laughs> I like Waters of Mars. That was definitely the standout one. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, someone's really cool is in Waters of Mars, and I'm blanking on it. Like. Someone really cool now who had like three lines and and waters of Mars because I was like, who is this? And I was like, there's a bunch of really cool people in um, the one before that, the the Easter special. Oh, Planet of the Dead. Yeah, Planet of the Dead. There's like, yeah, they're just like in that big like crew in the in the bus. (laughs) There's like there's like a handful of people that if we watched it now we would be like, oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Like when you see Andrew Garfield in the pig the pig man. The pigs take Manhattan. It's it's Mr. Bates from Downton Abbey. Yeah. Um, I'm going to look this yeah. up. I think I can do this without being We never got Dan Stevens in Doctor Who, did we? No, that's a big mess. Yeah. He, oh, see, exactly, you know, now. what you were saying earlier, Scott, he, I think, would really be good as like a Tim Shaw or a Swarm. Yes. Yes. I agree. Man. Oh, well. Uh, okay, I'm looking at, uh, yeah, I think, oh, well. Oh, uh, Gemma Chan. Gemma Chan was in Waters of Mars. Oh, oh, what? Oh, that's right. Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Oh, and you know who else? Hmm. Sharon Duncan Brewster, a.k.a. my favorite character in the Dune saga, Liet Kynes. Nice. Hmm. So how about that? Oh, and Lindsay Duncan. Wow. Just like we said, a bunch of really cool people. (laughs) (laughs) That was the mom in About Time, Scott. Oh, yeah. That's fun. Um, I'm trying to look up impressive people in uh, (laughs) (laughs) The Dead. (laughs) Trying to remember. Oh, yeah, yeah. Daniel Kaluuya. Whoa! Is in Planet of the Dead. What? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. So Black Mirror wasn't the first time that I saw him in something. Yep. Plays Barkley. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I really, I really hope that Mandeep Gill is in a lot of stuff after this. Mm-hmm. I hope so too. I hope they like, they like, uh, like Marvel snags her and makes her like a megastar or something. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. I, I thought something similar with Belle. 
Mm-hmm. Where like they have a really cool energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not ready for it to be over. No, there's only two episodes left. Um, man, it's been, it's just been so good this season. I'm just, I just love looking forward to Doctor Who again. That's great. It it feels weird. It feels foreign. (laughs) That's so sad. I know. know. Well, I, I think before for a while it was like, an anxiousness of like, well, maybe this week it'll all love it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a little bit of that. And then like, there was also just like, all right, well, let's see what this one's about. Like, you know, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. And there were always like flashes of life, you know, flashes of like, Oh, I really liked that moment. That was a really good moment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But like, it just all felt very low stakes to me in terms of like me as a fan, low stakes. Um, the show always tries to have high stakes, but mm-hmm. I don't know that it succeeds for me personally. Um, anyway, yeah, and I'm excited about the specials now, which I was like kind of bummed out about the specials that they were like, I was like, yeah, just wrap it up, guys, like you know, <laughs> but now, <laughs> but now I like this so much that I'm like really excited about the specials because they could be really cool. I have one last question that, that that just inspired from that. I'm going to ask both of you and then we can close it out. Okay. Uh, Cass. Um, so the division is sort of becoming the like super narrative of the Chibnall era. It seems mm-hmm. like. Would you prefer that he has so much story that we actually, that's what the three specials are about or like really wrapping up the division stuff. Or do you want like David Tennant style, three separate adventures? Um, I I guess it just depends on what happens in the finale, but we already got like two seasons of like individual like fun adventures. So I kind of want like the through line narrative that like leads up to her, however she like, you know, no, it's a good point. Scott, how do you feel about it? Uh, yeah, no, the same. I, I, I think I want them to stand alone in so much as this episode of the, in the Centauran episode stood alone where it's like, they have like a really strong central narrative for that episode, mm-hmm. but also they're pushing all the pieces across the board at the same time. Um, I think that's definitely what I'm looking for. Yeah. I think in the wake of resolution of the Daleks and whatever the other one was called, I swear to God, if we have another Dalek new year special, like Jim, yeah. no. <laughs> it's okay. Let it go. Let it go. Do something new for 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 New Year's, please. Please. <laughs> I love the Daleks, but like your Daleks aren't the best. I don't know. Yeah. And when we say something new, we don't mean another like six foot tall jaggedy man with like <laughs> skin. with mud smeared on his face. Yeah. Ugh. It's me, Crackle. <laughs> <laughs> These are my brothers, Snap and Pop. God damn it. <laughs> and then Pop is just like a big silent like guard. Yeah. <laughs> uh snaps the cool one. Yeah, because he snaps. He's like, yeah, he's like posing <laughs> in the background. <laughs> he's just snapping. <laughs> well now I want them. Now I I like these three. <laughs> All right, you heard it here first. New Year's Day, twenty twenty two. Snap, crackle, pop. <laughs> oh man! Yeah. Uh, so yeah, two two more to go. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Check out our Patreon, duallygenre slash support. Check out our other shows. Uh, Nick and I are doing franchiseography. We're covering Wes Anderson right now. Next year on the docket, we've got The Matrix first up. Um, and, uh, and a few other really cool ones that I'm sure we'll, we'll plug as we get closer. Don't want to spoil the reveal here before we do it on our right. actual show. <laughs> um, but, uh, but I'm really, really excited about the thing that comes after the matrix. We've already recorded it and it's, it rules. Um, Cass knows what it is. And, uh, it's Cass- almost like a, it's almost like a secret regeneration that you didn't, we didn't know. Yeah, about. It is. yeah, yeah. Kind of. Uh, Cass, you've got Miyazaki Mayhem on the Patreon. Yes. 
you and Norman watching Miyazaki movies. Mm-hmm. Nick Nick has been on or is going to be on? Nick has been on. He was our first guest. Right. right. For, yeah. Yes. I'm going to be on for Kiki. Yes. Yes. We each pick the Miyazaki movie most like our personality. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> um, correct. I'm going to be on for Kiki because it's my favorite. I am thinking about rejoining you way down the road for like one of the ones I haven't seen before. Um, okay. Like that last one he did, maybe. The sure. Warplanes one. We don't have a guest for that one yet, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I might rejoin you for that. That's like halfway through next year. But yeah. How does Miyazaki feel about war, Cass? <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> I think he's kind of down on it. <laughs> Just overall, like kind of, yeah, thumbs <laughs> thumbs down, you know. <laughs> All right, uh, man, I love the idea of Miyazaki meeting a hippie in the '60s and just being like, "I don't disagree with your sentiment, but I hate everything about you." <laughs> oh, you're so well. Apparently, <laughs> you know, he was like an active member of like the Marxist Party, so like. Mm. Oh, okay. Porco okay. Rosa makes a lot more sense now. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, anyway, Miyazaki Mayhem. That's happening. So, mm-hmm. if you want to hear more of Cast, that's on the Patreon. Check that out. And uh, we'll touch you guys next week with what's it called? Survivors of the Flux. Survivors of the Flux. Okay. Worst title so far. Yeehaw! I mean, it's not. It's not <laughs> great. It's not great. Um, survivors of the flux. It sounds like it sounds like it, it sounds like a Weezer concept album. I don't know why it does. Wow. I don't know why that's the first thing that came to my mind. Oh my god! But it just like dropped fully formed in my. I was like, yeah, no, that's what it sounds like—a Weezer concept album. I would love a Weezer concept album about Doctor Who. <laughs> Uh, anyway, or like imagining Weezer doing like the theme song for one episode. <laughs> oh yeah, true. Um. Anyway, Survivors of the Flux. We don't know what the finale is called yet, do we? I don't. No, I've kind of liked learning what the episode title is, like as the cliffhanger comes or whatever. You know. Mm. Yeah. Well, they've just been uh, they've been like announcing <laughs> again that the official thing right. has been like dropping the title for like two episodes in advance. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think they've released the finale title, so it must it must be like plot contingent or something. I don't know. Um, so that means we'll find out what it's called like thirty seconds after the episode airs next week. Right, the death of Dan. Yeah, <laughs> the death of Dan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm regenerating. <laughs> Turns out that Dan was the master the whole time. <laughs> oh, oh my man. god, that would be such a great prank. He's <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just like Dan's like, oh, what's this in my pocket? I've never noticed it before. Oh and my it's like god, pocket watch, <laughs> and we're like, oh god, oh shit, what? <laughs> and then he opens it up, and we find out he's the Ronnie. Anyway, (laughs) we'll see you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Bye.